0: When you can tap back into the faith and the truth that you are always supported, that you're never alone, and you just know that everything is working out for your highest good, when that thing leaves, you trust that something better is going to come along. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello and welcome to Connect Back In. This is Morgan King, your host, and thank you for being here and for pressing play. I am celebrating my birthday today, and one of the things I wanted to do was record a podcast. I just know that this is an outlet that I'm so grateful for, and it truly is a passion project. Um, And so I'm grateful for all of you who listen and press play every week because it really, um, is a project of joy and spreading joy and spreading love and kindness where I can, especially these days when we, maybe I'm not connecting with as many people in person. Um, so yeah, just thought I wanted to record something for my birthday. And every year I look at my birthday as kind of a New Year's Eve. Um, I've tricked myself as of late past year or so and into pretending that almost every day is my birthday because you just show up with different energy. I actually talked about that on the previous episode where I recorded the love yourself challenge and it's this idea where even though you know it's not your birthday, you just pretend like it is because you show up with a different energy and you recognize that, wow, that's a choice that I've decided to make based upon this day that I've decided is special. So why not choose that every day? But anyways, getting back on track here, I look at my birthday as a New Year's Eve, and it's really the time in which I reflect on the past year. I focus on things I'm proud of myself for, big life milestones, obstacles I faced and what I learned from them, and then kind of my hopes and dreams for my next year. And with that, I thought I would share with you some of the reflections that I came across And I've pulled together five in no particular order that I just wanted to share with you today. So, number one, just diving right into it, is when a challenge arises that I feel like I've exhausted all resources for. I feel like I can't do anything else from the action standpoint. I've done everything that I can. I feel almost stuck, if you will. We've all felt that at one time or another, is to let it go. And allow it to unfold as it should versus how I think it should go. And that can be a tough thing to do. Once you've done it a time or two, though, I've found it really brings a sense of ease and peace into those challenges. Um, Kind of, I almost visually imagine myself like taking the energy of the challenge and almost throwing it in the air and being like, all right. I release I let go I'm done I've done everything that I think I can do I think focusing on this as a challenge and trying to exhaust myself what's the right next step from that energy is only gonna create more of the challenge whereas if I just say you know what I've done everything I think I can do at this point and I feel stuck please support me and I release the outcome whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen I've done what I can. And in every single time I've done that, even if the outcome wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, it's always better. It's always for the highest good of all. And I preach that on here constantly, that everything is always working out for you. Everything happens for you. And when challenges arises, sometimes we focus so much on the problem and we think, man, if I just focus on this problem... I can figure out the solution. But the energy that got you into the problem isn't the energy that's going to create the solution. You need to come from a completely different space. And that really is the space of allowing and trust. And so if you are facing a challenge right now, maybe allow yourself to take a nap or watch a movie and just go in a completely other direction in a space that will calm you down, bring you joy. Don't talk to others about it. Don't Make it the center of your world, especially in a state right now where it's not hard to find a challenge. It's pretty easy. If you don't have any in your direct life, there is likely one right outside your door. But if you sit and focus on the problem or the challenge and think about all the ways in which, um, It can go wrong. You're only just causing yourself a disservice. Your ego is going to convince you that that's the thing you should do. Like, let's focus on this problem. We'll find a solution. But ultimately, it just creates more of the problem. So take what what you want from this as always. But I found in this past year, especially that whenever a challenge arises, I just let it go. And after I've done what I think I can do and allow it to unfold as it should. Number two is judgment. I've worked a lot on judgment this year, and it started with myself. And it's funny because sometimes you don't even recognize all the judgment that you have for the outside world. But in order to fix the outside world, you really got to start inward. Again, what this podcast is all about, connecting back into who we are. And judgment really comes from this space of deciding that something is good or deciding that something is bad. And that can create a lot of suffering. It really can. When you judge others, you judge circumstances, maybe you judge yourself, maybe you think you're not where you should be, you should be farther along in your life, or this shouldn't be happening to you. That was always the thing that would happen to me. I'd go straight into victim mode in my past, which I totally am okay that I took that journey and made that process I have so much grace for myself because it was all that I knew. It was the representation of the learning that I got outside of myself growing up. And again, this isn't against my family or the people that taught me this. It's they did the best they could. They had, however, when something like I would perceive as bad would happen to me is why is this happening to me? And ultimately go into that victim mode, give the circumstance my power, give away my power to something outside of me, whether it's another person Or it's just a circumstance that I'm experiencing. And getting out of that space has served me in so many ways because not only am I more graceful with myself, I don't have as much judgment towards myself. And that inner critic is still there. I want you guys to know this. It doesn't go away. It's not like all of a sudden you don't have that inner critic, it's there. You just don't listen to it. And it's almost kind of like, I think of it, I've described it in past episodes as I've defined this voice as Helen. And Helen just is a full blown maniac. And she's always talking and she always has an opinion about everything, everyone, including myself. And that's where the good versus bad is very evident in my brain. And that inner critic is like, oh, every little moment of the day, everything I'm experiencing has a narrative. And generally it is about something being good versus bad. And what I mean here is just allowing that voice to be there while listening closely to the inner voice, the voice of truth, the true version of Morgan, who's like, okay, cool. Like you can't resist it because what you resist persists, but it's like acknowledging it and allowing it to be there while knowing that it's not true. So if you find yourself listening to that inner critic as the truth that's telling you you're lazy, you're not doing enough, um, you shouldn't have said that, you don't look good, you need to lose weight, whatever it is, like it will always have a very long list of things that you need to achieve before you can feel whole, before you can be worthy, etc. But it's complete BS and it comes from a place of illusion so you can never accomplish what it wants you to. It's always going to be there and at some point... Hopefully you don't have to wait until something slaps you across the face. But like at some point you learn that that voice has no merit and it's just completely irrational. And in circumstances where it's going to like save your life, cool, that's fine. But this kind of leads me into my next uh, birthday reflection that I want to share. But it just ultimately creates a bunch of worry, stress and fear that's completely unnecessary. And so kind of going directly into number three is worry does absolutely nothing. Have you ever been like, well, I'm really glad I worried about that. Said no one ever, ever. That has never happened. That's never been a thing that's come out of somebody's mouth. (laughs) And not that I don't worry again, like this voice will come up all the time and I'll just be like, listen, man, like it's cool. We're going to be fine. We've been here before. Maybe I look at it as a challenge and I let it go going back to number one. But just reminding yourself that worrying literally is the biggest waste of time. And I get it. You're going to worry sometimes. You're a human being. That's just part of the deal. I think our society is based in fear and lack and worry. And we're taught to worry. And if you worry, you can control the circumstance that's about to come. But guess what? It's going to happen no matter what. There's a quote out there. I wish I would have looked it up, but it's this idea that um, this gentleman talks about how he worried about a lot of things that never actually happened. And isn't that so true? Do you think of all the times that you've worried? Maybe you couldn't sleep at night or you bit down your, chewed down your nails to the nubs or maybe you drank a little bit to ease yourself. And it was just, it's fine. You're safe. You're going to be okay. And whatever is going to happen is going to happen and kind of just allowing the process to flow. And it really does tie into those first two where it's like, just stop defining it as good versus bad. And I get it again, like we're human beings. We do live in this physical world. Like you can't just be like this neutral thing that has no opinion. It's more so reflecting on that thought, that idea when you're in the trenches, when you're deep, deep in worry. I used to worry so much that I legit would not sleep like at all, Um, When I first started out in my career in San Francisco, I remember like a week where I didn't sleep and I would go into the mother's room. um, For all you mothers out there, you know what that's for. But at the office and I would take naps during the day because I'd be so stressed out at night. I just wouldn't sleep at all. And I remember crying at the edge of my bed and just being like, I'm so tired, but my brain is so caught up in worry and fear that I literally can't sleep. And you guys, it was about makeup. It was about cosmetics. <laughs> Perspective shift, please. Anyone, can we go back to that time in my life? I legit probably lost like a couple years. So... <laughs> That's why I'm really focused on these reflections for these birthdays because I'm probably not going to have as many because I was so stressed out when I was younger. No, um, all joking aside, worry does absolutely nothing. And so, some practices that you can implement—no surprise here—meditation, maybe writing down all your worry, seeing it on paper, and looking at with a, looking at it with a rational mind. So maybe not in that moment, but you write it all down on paper. Maybe you go eat dinner with your family or you go watch a movie that can somewhat distract you. Distraction is such a great tool when you're worried. It brings your brain back to that general instead of getting caught up into the problem Um, and then revisiting what you wrote down and looking at it and your rational brain will be able to pick it out right away. When we keep it up inside our head, it seems very real and true. And then you write it down and you will catch it every time. Your critic, your inner critic has the same song and dance 99% of the time. What will they think of me? (laughs) It's not going to work out. Everything is going to fall apart. Like very extreme, very dramatic, very urgent. And it's very outside focused. So you can learn to understand its tactics. And over time, worry less because... Less stress equals a more joyful life. And I want that for everybody who's listening to this podcast and everybody who's not as well. Um, number four, detaching from the outcome is the greatest gift you can give yourself. This kind of ties in to number one, when a challenge arises, like letting it go and allow it to unfold. But I've talked about this on an episode when I've shared like the things that I've learned in real estate and it's become such a focus for me that in some cases, when things go incredibly great, I'm so detached from the outcome that it's like this little, like, okay, cool, that's great. But it's not like this extreme. So I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but in my past, when I would achieve a goal, it was like monumental. I felt worthy. I felt on top of the world and free and positive and like, yes. All that hard work was worth it. And I'd feel like that for about 30 seconds. And then I'd be like, okay, cool. Now what's the next thing? And quickly recognizing that the journey was a struggle and the rewards were so brief. Like how can one maintain this cycle? How can one enjoy a life that is stress, struggle, frustration, hustle, et cetera. So finally I worked on a shift and I've been working on this for a number of years now, but this year I feel like I really hit a new level. And like I said, in real estate, especially, I mean, literally in one day, everything can change. Um, Like you could be in a transaction that could fall out. You could have a client call you and say they don't wanna buy anymore. They could um, all these different things that, I mean, it's dependent on your finances and things like that. But like all of that aside, it's just like you question if you're attached to this outcome, like what did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? And it creates a lot of inner turmoil and frustration and you feel no sense of control. And so when you can learn that you aren't actually in control. And the only thing you're in control of is showing up as the best version of you that you can be every single day and enjoying the journey and the process. Those results are the cherry on the Sunday, but they're not the whole pie because it doesn't matter whether you get the result that you want or not because you're really enjoying yourself so much. It doesn't matter anyway. How do you get here? You're like, okay, okay, that sounds great. How do you get here? Practice, time, trust, faith, knowing that what's meant for you cannot pass you by. If you lose that client, that relationship, that house, that job, whatever it is, it was never meant for you in the first place. Let go what wants to go and let come what wants to come. It's the flow of the Tao. They talk about Tao Te Ching. It's like the energy of change and we're always changing. We're always evolving. And when you can allow things to be what they're meant to be, life is so much easier than when you're trying to grasp onto something that may want to leave and just letting it flow. And those feelings are natural. Those feelings of scarcity or, again, worry kind of coming up, that inner critic, that fear brain, but when you can tap back into the faith and the truth that you are always supported, that you're never alone, and you just know that everything is working out for your highest good, when that thing leaves, you trust that something better is going to come along. And even if you don't believe that, if you can just pretend that, imagine being in that energy versus being in the energy of victim, powerless. This isn't working out for me again. I lost another client. Where's my next paycheck going to come from? Now imagine you show up in that energy and you go back to work or whatever it is that you're doing, whatever the circumstance was that you lost, that you thought you should have had, or the desired outcome didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Then you show up in life with that sad sack, defeated energy energy. And I'm not talking about not dealing with your feelings, feel your emotions, allow yourself to process these again, like going back to the fact that you are a human being. You're going to have those experiences, but it's the idea that you allow yourself to have that experience, to feel sad without losing your integrity, your power, who you really are and allowing that moment to be brief and then coming back from that with the energy of like, oh my gosh, I am such a miracle in this world. I am powerful and I'm going to get back up on my feet. This has happened to me before. This isn't a big deal. That was protection. Something better is coming. Now I show up with that energy and the results will be 10 times what they were than if I sit in the energy of that shouldn't have left me, that shouldn't have happened and trying to chokehold something that was never yours to begin with. Luckily for me, I have so many reminders of this in my career. I have so many stories of my clients missing out on properties and homes and then finding their dream house and being so grateful that the ones that they wanted didn't work out. So maybe representations, finding representations of that in your life to find proof, because really all it is, is you create a thought. You think that thought continually. That creates a belief then you live that belief and you find proof to further instill that belief. So find proof for something that's going to serve you. And that will allow you to detach from the outcome because you'll build your faith muscle and it really is the greatest gift. Um we had a big win a friend and my a friend and I a few weeks ago and I was like I feel like I should be happier like cuz I'm used to that pattern of me like over the top freaking out but it's like When you're already there naturally, it's like, okay, cool. This is great. Moving forward. Next, next. Let's move on, (laughs) you know, because you're always going to have desires. You're always going to want things. You're always going to have an outcome that you prefer. And when it doesn't happen, just it's not over unless you, you cross over. But if you're still here in the physical form, like you're still moving forward. Things can still happen and reminding yourself of that. And then the last one, which I think is going to be a lifelong lesson for me to learn, but I learned it in a very big way in many instances this year, is that there is nothing outside of me that can bring me more joy than the feeling of inner peace. When I am truly connected to my inner being and feeling that sense of freedom and wholeness and love and joy and kindness... There's no accolade or money relationship. Literally nothing can bring you more joy than that. And sometimes it can be a hard place to find. And I want to give everyone grace for that. If you're like inner peace, what does that feel like? An exercise I have an episode on. I don't remember what it's called, but basically you vision out what your dream life would be. And you really get specific. So you can feel the air on your skin. You can feel the floors that you're walking on. You can see the people around you, whatever your vision looks like for you. And it's your ideal scenario. If, if, even though you are, if you were fully supported and everything was always working out for your highest good, where would you be in five months? And you vision that out and you tap into that energy so deeply that that feeling that you get that inner peace, that alignment with the truth of who you are, that is the energy that the universe wants you to show up with every single day if you can. And that will actually bring those things forward for you. But it's this, the point here is that it's this inner game. Everything you're seeking is within you. You think when I get that money, when I get that car, when I get that relationship, I will become a different version of me. But it's really not those things. It's you giving the power to those things. But the power lies within you. And you already have everything you need. Every single one of us does. So I hope you liked these five tips in recap. Number one, when a challenge arises, let it go and allow it to unfold as it should versus how you think it should be. Number two, judgment of good versus bad creates suffering. So stop judging yourself. Stop listening to the Helen in your head. Number three, worry does absolutely nothing, literally the biggest waste of time. (laughs) If I had all the years or probably years, it's probably collectively years of worrying back. That would be fantastic. Um, Number four, detaching from the outcome is the greatest gift you can give yourself. And number five, there is nothing outside of you that can bring you more joy than the feeling of inner peace. Thank you as always for listening to this. Please share this episode with someone who might need a little extra dose of love and good energy and good feels. And please write a review if you found this episode compelling or you got something from it. No matter what, I'm so grateful that you're here and that you listen. Thank you so much. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.